0: of course is Warren Johnson well super nerdy pet peeve uh, of mine nitpicky. I don't think he should have been hopping over the top rope like a
1: uh, parkour champion you got me mad now
0: what is your
1: name
0: as always with my man man pots and pants Nick McCone that's me it not your name is you
1: know, you got I don't really know like you think that you do I'm Brian Isley
0: Oh, oh my Is the What the hell is going on here? Straight Shooters is, the, I believe, the number one show on Wildfire Radio. I'm feeling good.
1: No sleep, no food, no nothing, just maniacism. Well, all the spe- skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, Al. Sorry.
0: What actually happened on the show? Nothing. I give me a hell yeah!
1: I said, Give me yeah.
0: What's up ladies and gentlemen out there in internet land, my name is Lauren Johnson and I'm joined as always by my main man, Pots and Pans, Nick Bacone of Philly Voice and Philly Influencer. And you are listening to episode 232 of the straight shooters on a whole bunch of platforms out there. Wherever you can find podcasts is where you can find us, the straight shooters. But, before I talk about what we're, we're going to talk about tonight, we got another live commentary for you tonight. We're gonna to have some more fun tonight. Uh, live commentate the um, <clears throat> excuse me the main event of Fall Brawl 1998, uh, the War Games match, Team WCW versus Team NWO, Hollywood versus Team WO. NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, it's a mess. Before we get into that in our live commentary, I gotta check in with my good brother Nick Bacon Nick, how you doing tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. We got a big Eagles schedule reveal tonight, so uh, we both kind of working a little late. I'm Sure, you uh, had quite a busy evening. It seems like all these NFL things happen on a Thursday, um, and since we've switched our schedule to record on Thursday, we got to you know kind of postpone a little bit here and there. But uh, you know, I'm hanging in there, trying to watch some wrestling. And I'm just I'm not feeling it without crowds or limited crowds right now. So, you know, I kind of was like, let's just do another live commentary. We have fun doing it. It's entertaining. Um, you know, I enjoy listening back to those. And, uh, you know, we we made them famous, you know, years ago. So <laughs> I like to think we had, um, we played a part in other people's success when they, when they started doing that. So I'll just give my ego a little boost there but uh yeah man it's it's we're still kind of in this uh, at least i am i'm just kind of in this blasé uh phase with almost everything so trying to get out of it and maybe this helps who knows well
0: well let's let's hope it helps i mean we got like i said some fun to, stuff to talk about tonight or to watch tonight i should say uh, like I said, Fall Brawl 98, the War Games match between WCW, NWO Hollywood, NW Wolfpack. Uh, we have it up on the WWE Network. We are at, if you want to watch along with us, we are at 2 hours, 19 minutes, and 15 seconds. This is right as Michael Buffer. I feel like every WCW pay-per-view had Michael Buffer on it. At least I felt that way. Uh, the last one we did last week was, of course, Uncensored ninety six with the Doomsday Cage. He's announcing for that. Here we are again. Uh, I remember when I was doing the um, my Throwback Thursday reviews on philly.com, now uh, I would occasionally do uh, some WCW shows. I did a lot of WCW shows because I would say, hey guys, what do you want me to watch next for Throwback Thursday? And people would suggest to me WCW shows all the time. And it felt like every single one of those shows Michael Buffett was announcing, which was just, in hindsight, it's like, why? <laughs> like, he's announcing at and whatever. It's not they,
1: like he's the one that, that made people buy
0: him. I, I can see it was like the main event of Starcade, you know, but the main event of, I don't know, it's just, here we are, Fall Brawl. He's doing it again. Fall Brawl, cool name. I think it's a cool WWE pay per view names in general. Some of those need to come back, but uh, let's have that discussion in, in, in this, right now, actually, while we get y'all, let y'all get a chance to get or where we're at. Again, two hours, 19 minutes, 15 seconds. Uh But yeah, WCW, pay-per-view names. For the most part, were damn good. Yeah. I mean, there was two brawls. Super Brawl and Fall mm. Brawl. i probably go with Fall Brawl over Super Brawl. Because it's yeah. just, uh, hey, it's the fall. But also, you had Halloween Havoc, which is also a fall show. Technically. So, kind of had... You Know some, um, I don't know, they're kind of clanging into each other a little bit there, but I mean, Starcade's a great name, WWE uses that one, uh-huh. even though it's not technically a pay per view, which is still bugs me. It's, Just give yeah. the Survivor Series Mega Starcade, I still, I'm still, i still banging the table for that. Um, Beast Blast is terrible, Bash at the Beach, better. They improved upon yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I mean, was it terrible?
0: I didn't like Beach Blast. No, that's stupid.
1: Bash at the Beach is ridiculous when, when you compare it to the Great American Bash and they're back-to-back. So that's... That's too, that's too it, bad. That's, <laughs> I mean, you talk about Fall Brawl and Halloween Havoc, and I get what you're saying there, but to me, like, Bash at the Beach isn't a bad name, but if you're going to have it, the Great American Bash in June, and then Bash at the Beach in July, I just... I would maybe split them up. Maybe do a Bash at the Beach in August, but can't can't do that in uh, in where was it Sturgis, South Dakota when they started their August pay-per-views. So, um,
0: Hog Wild something like that.
1: Yeah, it was Hog Wild at first, and then uh, it was Road Wild. The second year, yeah, they just switched it to Road Wild. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Great American Bash, even. Th- I, I dug Slamboree's. Not very many people probably like that name, but, you know, it. it's not a bad name. Not a bad name at all. And uh, like you said, a lot of the WCW names were, were pretty damn good. And it was weird, though, for me. I never thought it to be like a WrestleMania-type show, even though they treated it almost like that. Um, to me, I mean... I didn't, like I said, I've said before, I haven't watched WCW. Um, I didn't watch it, I should say, until like 94, 95, uh, when Hogan and Savage went over. I would watch it here and there you know, in the early 90s, but to me, it looked so less than WWF in my eyes, so I never like made time to watch it. Um,
0: you are very much Team so, WWF. Team, I was, Lockwire, I team
1: Mania. That's right. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I remember WCW Saturday Night would come on, and then I wouldn't even like pay attention to it. And so, you know, I wasn't interested if I wasn't paying attention to some kind of wrestling back then. Um, and even when, like, Sid, that's when Sid Vicious went back to WCW after he left the WWF and stuff like that. And he was like with Sting and rick Flair, and I'm just like, man, eh, not interested. And, uh, But with the the, these pay-per-view names, you know, you look back and you go like they they were really, you know, and like Eric Bischoff has said on his podcast, they gave each pay-per-view its own identity. And we never we haven't seen that. And I don't know how many years, Um, even WrestleMania doesn't feel like WrestleMania anymore, just because it's they, they all they do is change the logo. I mean, they it just hasn't felt as special to me as wrestlemania used to and when that happens to me where i get excited about like some of the smallest things in pro wrestling uh you know if you get me uninspired and unexcited about something then you got a problem and that's kind of been what's been happening in the last few years um i think if you bring back some of those wcw names i might get interested again in, in that um regardless of the product but overall it is the product that kind of dictates whether, whether i'm interested or not but man yeah, you what? bring back a halloween havoc like come on why how are you how have you not brought that back yeah if that's you brought back good. great american bash right why
0: well, of all the names i mean Great American Bash is a good name. Then they changed it to the Bash, which was worse. You just oh, made a with, good name With worse. a
1: terrible logo.
0: Right. It was just, what? Who thought of that? Like, that was a terrible idea. I think that only lasted like a year or so. Uh, and I'm glad that didn't.
1: This is like, we have fans all over the world. We can't alienate them.
0: I mean, and that's fair. And that's fair. I, I get that. That is true. But if you do to take the Great American out of the name, just get rid of the Bash. The, the, the Bash
1: sounds stupid. Or the great bash, (laughs) something like the bash sounds dumb. Or great balls of fire. There you go. Oh man, I still Still can't believe that was a thing, man. Still the worst ever. I I Um, thought it was a legit joke. We were driving to the studio to record our podcast, I believe. When we were, were we driving, or it might have been actually like a couple days before? We
0: were. We were. We were uh, in a car. Okay. On our way to studios and (laughs) a fire at the time.
1: We saw it. I think we surprised Brian O'Sley with that little nugget because um, we we said that on the air and he was like learning it for the first time. He thought we were joking around, but I remember, man, some of the conversations we had with like WWE decisions in the car <laughs> on the way to the studio were just like, "What?" And yeah, that was, that was rough. Great boss uh,
0: there, man. Um, WWE. I mean, y'all just it, like you said, they, WCW had like each show had like a, kind of like their own personality. I wouldn't even say a theme because then you because WWE's have themes like Hell in the Cells, like a, it's a theme, yeah. but I would say that they had their own personality. And what's what's different from Battleground? What's what makes Battleground different from I don't know, I don't even know the, the, the WWE pay per views anymore, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Excuse me, I mean,
1: uh, even Night of Champions,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, they, they every pay per view is pretty much Night of Champions, so, like damn Near
1: back they uh. Money in the Bank's coming up, but they moved that to May for some reason. I don't even know what's in June. That's, Stopping that's grounds. They had.
0: That's this weekend. That is,
1: way, the I, that's the thing. We're not even previewing it. Um,
0: I have no idea. You, you could predict care. it. I have no idea. I have none. No clue.
1: The cool thing I will say is they're apparently going to be going they're quote-unquote going to be going on at the same time. They've already been taped and recorded and everything, but uh, I think they're going to air it here like it, they, they said on Raw that they were going to be happening at the same time, so I'm assuming we're going to go back and forth in real that, time.
0: Apparently uh, it's going to happen throughout the show, I think. Oh, okay. That's what I've read on the internet, so you can believe okay. it. Take it off what you will. The
1: internet, the internet never lies. But right. I, will, I will admit, the, watching wrestling right now is not fun, and mm-hmm. I put it on out of habit and I'm doing other things though it's on in the background so I probably miss a lot of things they say on commentary so if they say like it's going to be going on throughout the pay-per-view that might be interesting i mean like you know that they can they can take this time to kind of play around with some of this production type stuff and new things and at least experiment so when we're hopefully back to normal sooner than later maybe they can incorporate some of the stuff they had like with that boneyard match and you know maybe we'll see that a few times a year or or something like that but um you know yeah yeah, i'm not even interested in it i'll probably put it on after someone reminds me on sunday
0: (laughs) we're gonna have a watch party probably sunday i'm telling you right now we gotta have a watch party for this okay okay i'm just saying this is my idea i haven't have not put this together yet at all in my head, <laughs> yeah. but it's just in my head. But I'm looking at w- do w- it on
1: our Facebook page. Yeah,
0: pay per view names from last, year. is from 2019, because obviously 2020 is pretty much out the window as far as actual pay per views. Um, but like, like Stomping Grounds, what the hell is that? Like that's just what? <laughs> Let's just make it up stuff. Like at least, like you said, like <laughs> fall, it's not even in Connecticut
1: and New York. It's like
0: Like fall brawl, it's it's in the fall and it's gonna be a brawl. Fall brawl, okay, that's easy to understand. (laughs) Halloween havoc, it's happening around Halloween. There's gonna be some havoc. Boom, done. (laughs) Like a super brawl, there's gonna be a brawl and it's it's super, super brawl. Okay, cool.
1: Super Bowl too, so I kind of understand that.
0: There you go. Great American Bash, it's it's around July 4th. It's Independence Day. It makes perfect sense. Like okay, bash at the beach. It's in the summertime. I think it's in June, right? Boom. Done. Like it's easy. Easy concepts, easy to understand. Slambery. I could okay, maybe that's a little weird, but it's a slam, <laughs> it's slam, it's a jamboree, slambery, okay, all right. It's wrestling stuff. Okay, it's probably the maybe the worst one, but all right. Starcade. <laughs> it's a cavalcade of stars, starcade, okay. I get it. Like it's not hard to understand. <laughs> like, right. The, like stomping ground like stampede spring, yeah, was spring like when you base it around a season you know like I, it's just easier for me to understand I don't know why I don't get the WWE ones don't like stomping grounds what does that mean what do you talk who's stomping grounds exactly <laughs> you know who, who, where what what are you talking about <laughs> like you know, I, I don't remember know.
1: people trying to
0: even like Chi-Town it. Bumble Wrestle War like
1: right yeah yeah, and, that I get. yeah i remember people trying to make sense of the stomping grounds it's like oh seth rollins you know the stomp and stuff like that but it's like we, we don't we don't need a pay-per-view surrounded surrounding one person we're not in your yeah. house december wwf we're like rock
0: bottom yeah, degeneration yeah.
1: DX. It's time, even in '96, like centering around Vader, but they decided not to have him meet Shawn Michaels and Sid instead. And then, you know, '99 was Armageddon. I think they finally did away with, you know, it centering around one person, which I always thought was weird. And I'm not saying it was like a bad idea, because it would be cool for your your number one star to have that. But like the DX thing was weird. Uh, rock Bottom, I kinda got it, but I still didn't like it. You know, it was just weird. They had the in the entrance they had the rocks, you know, portrait right. you know, by the entrance and it's just like we don't we don't need that.
0: Come on. Well he was a heel at least. It's like I, I don't know. I, I kinda right. got that right. in yeah. a little bit. Well I forgot Great American Bastards in June and Slammer and yeah. Bash the Beast was in July. But I just understand these names better than I do Super Showdown. That's terrible oh. names. Goodness. It's a terrible name And they're so generic
1: that It's like hey. no one even thought No one even put any thought behind it
0: And the ones that you put thought behind like... Are bad Like <laughs> stopping
1: grounds Fastlane Oh fast Lane, man The worst terrible. I thought that was a joke Roadblock <laughs> oh,
0: End of the line It's
1: trash Go ahead Do your End of the line baby
0: End of the line baby <laughs> It's trash bro Chat so far, we've had in 2020, obviously before the uh, pandemic hit, we had Worlds Collide, which was a network special um, for NXT and NXT UK and whatnot. Uh, Elimination Chamber, which is just the name of the match, which is you know, that's what happens at World Rumble. But they have a lot of these now: it's Elimination yeah. Chamber, it's TLC, it's Money in the Bank, it's Hell in the Cell. No creativity, just give it that name, and that's it. And the ones, like I said, it's probably for the best that so you don't have creativity, because that's how you want it, stomping grounds or battleground, Something with ground. <laughs> <laughs> Underground. It's like something.
1: We're going to have something <laughs> like hostile grounds.
0: Right. Something like that. That could be a thing. <laughs> hostile grounds. Their, ne-
1: their next War Games okay. is going to be, they're going to rename it Hostile grounds because AEW is doing a War Games match.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I it. it happening. I mean, Extreme Rules is just the name of the matches. You oh my
1: know, gosh, I forgot about that one.
0: Right. that was here this
1: year. Or oh, was here.
0: No, we had Elimination Chamber here. I'm sorry. I was at Elimination Chamber. How can
1: I forget? <laughs> well, <laughs> very easily, I'm sure.
0: It seems like years ago now.
1: After everything well, actually, Elimination happened. Chamber would be one of those events that would probably be cool because you get to see two Chamber matches and there's usually like some big yeah. angle that happens. But,
0: and you, yeah. like I said, they they do it and it's I I understand it. It's just that it's, there's no creativity in it. Mm-hmm. And now you, and then you also book yourself into a corner because it's February. There's got to be elimination chamber matches now. It's like no, how about you just book an angle where it's warranted and you have it at that mm-hmm. particular show. Hell in a Cell, the same thing because it's October. Got to have a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, that, like, I wanna I wanna like it shouldn't be it shouldn't come up because it's like that time but It's like the AFC Championship. Oh, the NFL playoffs. that's a grudge match. It's not. Oh, it's October. Time to go to Hell in a Cell. Like every every big feud, Hell in a Cell. (laughs) What if I want to do a Hell in a Cell in March, in June?
1: Uh, I have to tell you, if you haven't watched it yet on the WWE Network, that latest untold between McFoley and Triple H. They go around that time where they had those two matches at the Royal Rumble and No Way Out, and it's kind of. They go through that timeline and it's like fifty minutes or something like that. And I watched it earlier today, actually. And this is where I think wrestling fans today, and I make fun of them a lot because fans are fickle and I think it's, it's dumb to be as complainy as fans are, but I don't think I complain as much as I'm just like tired. I'm like worn out from the product. So I'm just like, whatever. And everything that Triple H said in there, everything Mick Foley said in there, I'm telling you, man, if you haven't watched it yet, do it as quickly as you can whenever you have time. They talk about how important character is, timing, and all this, and how everything wor- worked out perfectly during that time period. But then Triple H talks about Hell in a Cell and how like you've done everything you can in a feud, and there's nowhere else to go. And boom, like you go in Hell in a Cell, and that's it. like That's the final place of the feud and that's what happens like that's the blow-off uh, s- s- some of the some of these matches are like the first time like right. the first time the these first people match are between these two people it's ridiculous it's really ridiculous and it it's embarrassing to wrestling um it's embarrassing to entertainment because you know vince is like oh this is all the sports entertainment and stuff like that it's like it's it's completely the opposite of Story. It's you like, could do it like it's NXT. All about stories, even. But it's terrible.
0: NXT even, they have war games every year in November. We know it's a coming in November, but they book it to where it's the culmination of a bunch of feuds yep. in one. It's not like it just feels shoehorned. Yep, they started it in
1: August, basically. Right.
0: <laughs> August, September, they start building up and building up because they know what they're going to. They know they got. Uh, war Games coming up later in the fall And in early, you know, in November So they it comes to a crescendo at that point Whereas like like, WWE Doesn't feel that way, even if you know it's coming that's even, It's even worse It's probably even more egregious, because you know it's coming yep. So you could book out A couple feuds That are going to lead to a Hell in a Cell That come to some type of Tentpole at SummerSlam And, and then you got Money in the Bank, SummerSlam And then Hell in a Cell, like, you know, if you got those three pay-per-views back to back to back make them all come to a crescendo at Hell in a Cell, not Summerslam. I don't understand. Summerslam is your big show for the summer, but you got Hell in a Cell right behind it, pretty much. Like so, or two months later, I should say, because September is a show. They have a pay-per-view September, but you got to there's got to be some type of way to move that around. It's just it just books themselves to a corner. We've talked about that for a long time, and we'll talk about it again in the future probably. Yeah, got, AEW's got pay-per-views now, by the way. Eight revolution?
1: Yeah, they're not great
0: Double or Nothing. Yeah. Uh -hmm. they had what was it last year? They had all out.
1: See, double or nothing it was a was a progression of a company. I I would think they should just leave that. You know, their their first pay-per-view was what all out you said well was that
0: double nothing was the first show right
1: double or nothing because all out technically wasn't an AEW show yeah
0: so. that, was, that was all in was the show oh yeah sorry
1: all in Did
0: and you have full gear after that
1: well man, i still can't believe that was a name I, whatever <laughs> it's, uh, it's a name it's you, know, it was funny, you know it was funny by the way you know what's funny uh you know, I listened to Jim Ross's podcast, and he had when he was talking about full gear, he would say "fully loaded" a lot. That was another <laughs> that was another bad WWF name. Loaded, Whatever your name, I didn't. Yeah, stupid. But, but,
0: yeah, uh, that, was, that wasn't great. They had some yeah. better ones back in the day. Like we talked about this: Backlash, yeah. Judgment Day, yeah. Armageddon, um, you know, uh, No Mercy. Eventually. Couple
1: uh, of nothing. But they
0: brought know. back a couple of those. They brought back backlash, and I think they brought back No Mercy a couple years ago, right? They did. they did. No way out. You know, like they brought back a couple of those, and they were good. You know, the good names to shows. You know, but.
1: Yeah. But I uh, think maybe
0: they, to, they need to bring back Unforgiven. That was a good one.
1: That was a good one. That was one of my favorite ones, actually. Yeah. yeah. Armageddon in December was always a good one. Um, so yeah, they had like a lot Judgment judgment days, even a good one, right? And, and it just I got rid of it at all, but um, but like AEW, double or nothing. I'm like, eh, graduate from that well come up with something better because you know, double or nothing was supposed to be like your hey, we're here for real, and then why don't you just make it something different? But I understand the whole process so probably changing it wouldn't have made much sense in, in the grand scheme of things, but why not go triple or nothing and then quadruple or nothing? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> that that'll be Win's tough to do triple. after like six. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lost art, it seems like.
1: You know what would be fine, and I don't think I've seen this around, if they put Roman numerals. So if, is it double or nothing too?
0: I mean, I do why not.
1: I would be. Uh, that would be cool.
0: I don't see why for not. It's not idea to me. All right, we talked enough. We've done enough yapping.
1: Two nineteen fifteen.
0: Two hours nineteen minutes fifteen seconds. If you haven't done it by now, I don't know what you've been waiting for. But um, that's where we're at. Fall Brawl '98. The main event, War Games, as I you know, we talked about earlier, NXT. They do war games pretty well. They build it up pretty well. WCW 1998, the promotion that invented war games, not so much.
1: <laughs> but hey, there's two rings right. though.
0: We're here. Yes, yeah, two rings. And With there's the three, logo in the mat. There's three teams. Which NXT did do? I think the first year they brought it back, they had three teams. I'm much more of a proponent of the two team format. Two teams. I think it's what four people each, or is it five people? Either way. It's usually a 4-on-4 match, right? War Games?
1: Wait, hold on. Did you repeat that, what you just said?
0: Like, uh, war Games, usually a 4-on-4 or
1: 5-on-5. Correct. Correct what? This year, what we're actually commentating is not.
0: Right, it's the, th- it's the three teams. Right, okay. I, I was wasn't the, sure. the two teams.
1: Gotcha. I wasn't sure if you meant the WWE was doing the three teams or not.
0: They did. They, the they did. came back, right.
1: With, no, the... This past year, they did
0: three Is teams. Again, that? This year? Oh yeah, with the women, right?
1: No, they did two teams the first two years, right?
0: I thought they did three one year. And
1: then they did three this past year.
0: I could have sworn they did three one year.
1: Oh wait, because you know they they did the shark cage.
0: Yeah, because the first year it was undisputed era, sanity, and Roderick Strong, and authors oh. of pain. I
1: uh, totally... Oh,
0: no. It was Sanity and Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong.
1: Yeah, against Undisputed Era.
0: Right, and I think that's when, that when
1: Strong turned. Turned, yep. Yeah.
0: He's turned Authors of Pain. So, that was 2017. Wow. Right, yeah. And then 2018 is when they had... That's when they had two teams. It was Pete Dunne, Ricochet, War Raiders versus the undisputed air. And then last year, I think that's you're right. I think they went back to three with the women. No, they had they had two war games matches. Right. And it was two teams. Oh wow. It was Rear Ripley, Candace LeRae, the Dakota Kai versus it's it's right. it was Team Baszler versus Team Ripley. And Our then the men's team. match it was two teams. Two teams of four. Huh. And Kevin that, Owens was you know, and the uh, yeah. so that's what I prefer. I prefer the two teams of four, and that's when the, you start the match beyond, and you do the coin toss for the man advantage. The whole thing that you do with the yeah. horsemen back in the day, they pretty much repeating it with undisputed air because they're in it every year now. <laughs> it's <laughs> like their annual match. Yeah. Uh Good luck to those guys surviving that match every year. But here we are, two nineteen fifteen. You ready to hit it?
1: Ready.
0: All right, three. Two. One. Hit it. There
1: we go.
0: All right. Turn this down.
1: in love that. Logo in the it takes middle. up yeah. the
0: entire ring. They couldn't make that smaller? I love it. They could have made that smaller.
1: They absolutely could have, but I love it anyway. It's
0: so ridiculously big.
1: I appreciate that. I think the previous years was uh, a lot smaller than that.
0: <laughs> it should be. Come on. This is. Absurd.
1: You remember when they had the Halloween Havoc and then you had the Snickers all around and the Slim Jims all around? <laughs> like, Oh, <all> yeah.
0: Yeah, got to make that money, man.
1: Hey, man. I guess, I, I guess you're
0: making sure these companies are getting their money's worth.
1: That was one of the things that made me like WCW's differences from if WWF. A, if,
0: look, if AW is smart, I'm selling the ring, too. Like, forget yeah. that. Make that money. Yeah. Like, you see... Th- like um other sports and other leagues, like like oh, the yeah. CFL, they'll yeah. sell the field. Why not?
1: MMA, man.
0: It's perfect. Right. And the, whole they in, the whole canvas yeah. is covered in
1: logos. Like, and you don't you don't have to boxing. cover the entire map, but like put put your logo in the middle and then have one or two logos.
0: Right. It's not like a travesty. Like look at boxing right. done it for years and and maybe if you're a purist you don't you know want it but like man this is about money teams sell their jerseys yeah. <laughs>
1: like, and it, it, it makes me wonder like i guess the performers do they prefer um you know a blank mat maybe it's easier for them maybe, maybe. they their depth perceptions are off if they see something on the mat like i don't know i've never been in a ring
0: maybe like it's that maybe flip or too you know like uh, maybe there's a reason why, like, That's remember the, the NBA Finals used to have, like, the big trophy in the ring, yeah. like, on the, I mean, not the ring, and on the court. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have, like, the big trophy. I'm just watching, from what I'm watching, a like, Batista Smirnoff-Seltzer commercial on my television right now. And just stop me dead in my tracks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Batista, though. Good for Batista. Okay. But, um, but, like, the NBA used to have, like, I don't even know if they even have playoff logos, period, on the court during the playoffs anymore. They used to have, like, playoff logos, and, like, yeah. And I think it's because they moved them because it was slippery.
1: Hmm.
0: And, uh, and they used to have, like, the big trophy on the floor for the finals, and they don't do that right. anymore. They don't do anything. The court's pretty much
1: bare for the playoffs, hmm.
0: uh, which is, like, you know, I get it you don't want people slipping and sliding, but like, it's like, oh, man.
1: It's aesthetically pleasing to the viewer. <laughs> right.
0: you know, to me, like, it's, like, like, instantly the... different. It's like, this is the finals. Like, yes. that's cool. Yes, yeah. This is the playoffs. Like, you watch football. They got the logos on the field.
1: I guess you know. now that uh, all the sports games have that score bug, uh, which you know a few decades ago they didn't have the score bug on every single time. Maybe they're like everyone knows this is the finals because it says it on the score bug. And, That's fair. Uh, I like anymore.
0: that little touch though. I mean, like I'm like you when it yeah. comes to sports. Like, like not like not that wrestling isn't a sport, but like you know
1: normal team sports.
0: It's, I like to see in the different like signage and stuff like that like make it feel special
1: yeah i i was always a proponent it's funny when i coached high school baseball i would want um the groundskeepers to or to put the chalk the the white border on the outside of the batting circle like kind of how the atlanta braves do it and there's Mm -hmm. probably some other teams but the phillies always leave it bare, so it's just the dirt and then grass there right. there's no line of chalk you know and i was i just like how it looks so for one of our uh games i i was the assistant coach and i asked the head coach i was like yo can you get them to like put the chalk around the batting circle and all that and he did it he was like yeah it does look kind of cool and i was like yeah but they, they don't you know it's kind they're not going to do it for every single baseball game we have we're on a budget so we can't use, use it, <laughs> right. um, so so much um but you know, even for the Phillies, I loved when they had the Phillies logo behind the plate. Um, right. And they just don't do that for every but
0: game. It's always cool when you see, like, when it says the World Series logo on the first base and yeah. third base lines. Yep. Always like when it's, you know, for playoff time for the Eagles and we got the banners hanging up and it says wild card or divisional or whatever, championship. Oh, DDP's coming out. All right.
1: The DDP yoga. Bam. Well, bam. Eight years bang. before that. I
0: said, bam, like Emma Lagasse. It's bang.
1: So these are three teams.
0: Yes, three teams with uh, three. three. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Again, not a fan of that format. I don't know why WWE even did it when they brought it back.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was rumored that they would, and then they just changed course.
0: I don't know. Two teams of four is always maybe it's just i'm a purist for war games <laughs> i'm used to that and it's just easier to keep track of as a yeah. fan instead of nine you know three teams with nine people in the ring potentially you got two teams of i mean it's one less person in the ring but it's still their on two sides not three <laughs> you know that's that's just harder to keep track of to me then the shark the like case, case thing was just weird yeah, they still did that. I think this year with the women, they had the shark cage thing. It's just I don't know. They didn't have to do that before. Yeah,
1: they just wait in the shark cage and then open it. I I don't see why, you know, if you're a heel team, when that cage door opens, you don't bull rush them. it so all you can get <laughs> right. out of there. You know? Like maybe that's coming next this year or something like that. But makes sense. And uh. So this is in September 1998. WWF had, I don't know if they had Breakdown yet. That was their 1998 Mm pay-per-view, Breakdown. When Austin lost the title. But then it was held up. But I think, yeah, I think it was after this.
0: Look at that guy doing the flash photography right behind Bret Hart. (laughs) <laughs> Touching Bret Hart. Unreal. The flash camera though. Bam. Epiphany
1: this week. I don't know if you saw my Twitter. What was it? Uh, when we started this podcast, I would say, eh, "Well, I'm not sure if I have a favorite wrestler. Like, I just I never looked at wrestling that way to to, to watch. Be like, I want to see his match over his and vice versa or anything." So then Randy Savage became like my favorite wrestler because I, I would just rewatch, you know, him against the Warrior Mania 7 and then against Ric Flair Mania 8. And there was like two, two of my all time favorites. And I was like, no, Randy Savage was an awesome performer, great at what he did in WWF and WCW. Uh, he's my favorite. Like, I will watch anything Randy Savage. And I thought that was it. I've been watching some stuff. Uh, the last few months and now that wwf uploaded uh or wwf uploaded ww network uploaded more superstars episodes um where bret hart's you know heyday is champion the first time i'm like man bret hart you know i make made fun of him for years for treating wrestling too too much like it was real life and stuff like that, like he just never seemed to understand it was a show and it was entertainment but the fact that he treated it so real just like Randy Savage is why I fell in love with wrestling you know, seeing how much they put into their craft and how much the title meant to Bret Hart, you know um, you know, how he would do anything to save it and you know, just like and his character just felt real and Bret Hart he, he's he's one of my all time faves, man. I don't dislike anything. Oh. oh, I was sure that didn't end his career. Like, damn, that was a wicked slap by DDP. Like, what the hell? Um, Bret Hart was one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest man. Like, people think he was boring in the ring, and I understand because a lot of his matches felt the same um, back. But he had some really great matches with people he never should have. Everybody's matches were kind of boring back then. You know, they did the same moves. So I don't think you should hold that against Bret Hart. Um, I mean, I do think he should have done the job at Survivor Series. But, um, you know, he, he, he treated it like it was real. And it was the most important thing in his life and i respect that and i you know like uh, a lot of the things he did are are the reasons why i fell in love with wrestling so one of my favorites of all time i kind of had an epiphany and uh anything involving him i'll watch maybe not wcw but
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean mean, he was still good for a little while until he got hurt
1: But, you know, WWF, like, he he did the best he could, you know, in 94, 95, 96, and passed the torch. And, you know, Shawn Michaels literally told him to get the F out of the ring. Maybe he was talking about Jose Letharia. (laughs) I doubt it. But, you know, he, he probably dealt with so much BS. But this man wanted to be a hero, so... I give him props for treating it real uh, for me. You know, it's always for me, uh, for the fan. You know, he wanted to make you believe.
0: All right, so I just noticed something. There's three teams here, but only two teams started out. That's right. Okay. So I guess the advantage is having more rest in this one instead of having the extra man.
1: So we'll the next person be from the third team?
0: Right, because this is NWO Hollywood and, and WW so it should be from the Wolfpack then, right? Hmm. Because I guess the, the so far, advantage, like I said, is to have the rest. Yeah, That's what the advantage would be, instead of having the extra man. Which I would assume I would rather have, but you know.
1: You know what was also cool? Those yellow turnbuckles.
0: I don't care. (laughs) I'll talk to you about the logos in the ring, because those are much more noticeable than the uh, turnbuckles, but I don't care about the turnbuckles.
1: Apparently Nick Patrick is uh, not on the take anymore. (laughs) Jack Tunney was.
0: Jack on the take Tunney.
1: Wait a second. This
0: is all totally different, man.
1: I know. was. Uh, There's not even fun. referees
0: in the WarGames match. There's, somebody has to give up.
1: Yep. Uh, and just a year before this so, was the 97 one where Kurt Henning turned on the Horseman. And that might have been one of the best WarGames finishes, so, I think.
0: So wait. Tony Schiavone just explained that they added referees to shit because there's nine people in there, but like, that's one extra person. You add two referees for one person, like,
1: yeah, man, it makes sense. One that's, person cannot handle nine oh,
0: guys. Stevie like Ray. So wait a minute. Yeah. He's representing <laughs> N.W. There's nobody in here from the Red Wolf Pack, then. Nope. What the hell? <laughs> So, this is random?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. What's. Slapjack. What is that? Yeah, he had like a weapon too. Oh, him. yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. And he put the name of it on his trunks. Nice. <laughs> okay, Triple H putting Sledgehammer on his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Ray. This is weird, though. Cause there's three teams, right? Yep. Why the what the hell? All right, whatever. This is a short interval too. This is only like two minutes. I
1: think the, the highest, the biggest one was the first one. The uh, first five one, minutes, yeah.
0: Right. I think I thought that might be the case usually, but I thought that it was way equal. I guess I was wrong. I don't know. I could, there's so many variations of war games at this point. I don't even know. Just trying to choke the life out of
1: it. Can you DQ someone in here? So <laughs> changing all the rules.
0: Hmm. All right, so 30 sec. Less than 30 seconds left. Um. So I haven't seen this. So I don't. I don't know what the hell is going on. I feel like somebody from DDP seems gonna come out
1: now. So the funny part is, whoever gets the pinfall. Or submission there
0: shouldn't be any pinfalls.
1: A, world title, a World title shot. So why are there teams to begin with? There shouldn't it's be any pinfalls. Being, and oh, all okay, there we, we go. Because a
0: Wolfpack member. Okay.
1: The best thing, in my opinion.
0: No, it's not. You're a liar. You no. don't believe no, just that. Things just <laughs> should have never joined the NWO. It's been a whole year attacking people from the NWO. Now he. I mean, sure, great. it's not the Hollywood version, but come on.
1: Yeah, it was like, you know what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, that's it, terrible.
1: Like, why not just stay with WCW and be friendly with the NWO Wolfpack? But <laughs> I
0: don't He is like, like, like it's so oh. bizarre to see. He spent a whole year fighting them. <laughs> I'm glad DDP, listen, the DDP never joined. That's what made him special. So we got a pack guy in here. So, who's what's the, what's the logic behind this? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's
1: <laughs> Let's see, I'm, I'm looking. Let's see, dude.
0: I mean, there shouldn't be any penfalls. Like, the, it's the match beyond. Didn't it? Wait a wait a minute. Didn't it? Maybe I'm tripping. Hold on, I'm thinking. I'm thinking here. They would fight in the cage the whole time, right yeah, yeah, they did that's what made it war games I feel like a one year there's one year where they, they didn't and then once they matched beyonce, that's when the cage came down but maybe I'm
1: mis-
0: maybe I'm thinking about something else
1: for specifically war games
0: I thought that that's what happened, but I could be wrong I'm pretty sure I am wrong i <laughs> I know remember what was a lockdown. Remember the lethal lockdown or whatever? Yeah. Or lockdown, right? When they had the big yes. lock, it was at like their war games. Yep. And they would lower the cage after a certain point. They well,
1: maybe, the roof. You think it was a hell in a cell you were thinking about? Maybe something uh, happened that they lowered the cage bad. after?
0: There's been so many damn cage matches. <laughs> All right, everyone's Piper. <laughs> Representing WCW. So we got one Wolfpack, two Hollywood, two WCW. So the next guy is probably going to be Hollywood. <laughs> Just because.
1: At this point, I was totally done with the, the older guys in WCW. Um, WWF was obviously coming out strong. And
0: Wait a minute, he's just, fighting DDP. What's going on?
1: He, he doesn't know team? the
0: rules. Wow.
1: Can you imagine trying to explain the rules to these guys when they're like, what sense would it make to even work in teams, though? Because the winner gets a title shot.
0: So why would you even...
1: Why would all you right, even work in right. teams?
0: I'm confused as hell.
1: I don't know. What's maybe Piper was like, if, "If the winner gets the title shot, why would I what, what, team what, with anyone?" Hey,
0: so were there not teams?
1: There were. It just made no sense. <laughs> okay. Whoever got the win. They're representing these factions. I know. I they know. I don't it mean that sense. they're like. Actually, geez, <laughs> right? EDP and Piper are going back and forth now. Um,
0: don't, I guess they're, they're not actual teammates. It's just
1: that's just what didn't nine make that's what even, made it worse. That's what made it worse.
0: Yeah, I no. There's no like rhyme or reason to anything right now. <laughs> this is significantly worse than the, the three team one WWE did. At least there was some order. Yeah. This is just a mess. I have no idea what's going on. I'm still tripping at the fact that they have pinfalls before everybody's in the ring. Yep. The whole point of the match is to start, it doesn't really start until the match beyond and when everybody's in. And you there is no pinfalls. They're trying to
1: compete. That's Lex Luger. Like, why wouldn't you be like running to the ring?
0: I mean, I, I don't know. Take energy? But like, so what
1: if, what if the match ends when you're in the
0: aisle, Ruined the war games. The match that starts after everybody's in there, <laughs> and then you there's no pinfalls. It's, you you submit. That's how J.J. Dillon Dylan would get beat every year because he would be he would be the fifth guy. That's what they did at five on five back then. They had yeah, that's what they did at five maybe, on five in the beginning.
1: Yeah, maybe you're thinking because uh, they don't technically lock the door because everyone has to get in the ring first, but then they lock the door, and then Michael Buffer comes on and be like, the door is now locked, or something like that. and It becomes a big thing.
0: Back in the beginning, they would do 5-on-5, because J.J. Dillon would be the fifth guy for the Four Horsemen, and once he was in, they would beat him up real bad, and he would (laughs) give up, and that's how the Four Horsemen would lose. (laughs) Unless I'm tripping. (laughs) Unless I'm misremembering. how these Uh, matches used to go.
1: It was, uh... That was
0: it. Let me look it up here.
1: One, I think they had this war games in like the late '80s, right?
0: Yeah, they still, the first one was in '87. It was the Road Warriors, Nikolai Volkov, no, not Nikolai Volkov, Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, Paul Ellering, who was, of course, managing the Road Warriors. Um, yeah, they had them at Great American Bashes two years in a row. And it's pretty much the same two teams the next year. <laughs> Let's see. if Flair, Arn, Lex, Tully, and the War, the war Machine. Who was the War Machine? Ray Washington. Trailer. Oh, big... Of course, it's Ray Trailer. Big Boss Man. Big Bubba Rogers. Oh, it's Kevin S. So now the third Wolfpack member is in here. Okay, I don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, it was consists of two teams or three teams. The between with between two, three and five participants facing off with each other in a staggering entry format. What? That's another thing too. There used to be doors on each side when there's two teams. Out Wait, what? Hogan's already out.
1: He has a minute and change left, but yet he's entering now. Okay. So there are no rules. It's like that dude in Domino's takes off his shirt.
0: What is happening here? Somebody's getting a torture rack.
1: It's giving up.
0: With the Slapjack. Oh, what? <laughs> well, hasn't NXT allowed pinfalls recently? Yeah. I'm sure NXT has
1: allowed pinfalls. They had different rules to begin with. They always allow pinfalls or submission. On yeah. Their, uh, their...
0: But at least they're not allowed, I don't think, until the match beyond begins. You know. I can at least accept that. I can at least accept that. Just nothing happens until everybody's in.
1: It's just so funny because NWO Hollywood just turned on Bret Hart for whatever reason.
0: Oh, man. Just, what are they doing here?
1: They're going for the buns side drop on Nash.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no. Is Kevin Nash want to sit there. up? <laughs>
1: I don't think it was a bad finisher. A lot of people hate that finisher, but I don't think it was that bad. This is odd. And then the leg drop, and then you're knocked loopy, man. No one would survive that. How great would have been if Stevie Wright turned on Hogan here and won the match.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was the champ at this time? Uh, Goldberg. So Yeah.
0: September ninety eight would have been Goldberg, Gold,
1: right? Hollywood oh Goldberg. no. Yes. yes. Dude, that is so much smoke.
0: That is a lot of smoke. This is the worst war games of all time. It's official. <laughs> oh, there he is! <laughs> <laughs> I got to make Warrior Supernatural. <laughs> he just appeared. And he immediately gets stomped out.
1: <laughs> you gotta wait for it now.
0: Is that actually him? Is that like an imposter? That's an imposter, right? Look at all that smoke. Yeah. Or fire extinguisher you can, stuff.
1: You can tell the way he was pounding his chest. Like, Warrior would never do it like that. It was so stupid.
0: And now he's gone.
1: Where's the trapdoor? I want to see it. I wish I could see it.
0: That was an imposter, apparently. Oh, there he is.
1: Oh, he almost fell. One Warrior Nation.
0: Warrior's still over, boy. It's
1: after he debuted in WCW, his first WCW pay-per-view. How does this...
0: Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Is that Horace Hogan? Who's that?
1: It's man. Huh? What?
0: Yeah.
1: It's a disciple. Where's the briefcase? Hit him in the head again. <laughs> yeah. Without the mask. See if it helps.
0: So wait, if you leave the case, you, you get you, you lose, right? Doesn't that how... It, what? He locked it... He locked him in. What?
1: Well, I guess what? you lose, but you don't win.
0: He told him to lock the cage and knock the referee out. What the hell?
1: Now Warrior understands what's happening.
0: What is happening? Tell me, Nick. I don't know what's going on. We're
1: going to see the smoke again, and then Warrior's going to be, like, outside the ring somehow. Oh, is
0: that the imposter down there in between the rings? Or is that somebody else? Is that Piper? Right, I don't even see it. Uh, there's a hand sticking out from in between the rings. I think it was Piper.
1: AJ Styles.
0: Maybe. And, uh, I, I don't know what's going on.
1: Oh, that's right. He kicks through the cage here.
0: Thanks for spoiling it, Nick. Down.
1: That's how he gets outside. This whole Warrior Hogan thing was among the worst things WCW. Hogan ever.
0: walked all the way around the ring for what?
1: I know. But for this, because he needed to lead the warrior to this end. It wouldn't make sense if he went the other way. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if one of those things went into the crowd.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. He's out of the cage. Yep. Where did he go? Oh, there he is. He's hurt. He hurt his knee falling down. He definitely hurt. Like, that was a far drop. He just fell. Like There's no way he didn't hurt his knee.
1: The GIF that I saw this week with the Macho Man jumping off the steel cage from Halloween Havoc ninety seven. That's what he like really tore up his knee and he was never the same after that. I was like, Why would he jump off the top of the cage? I don't
0: know. Why why is this match even a thing at this point? What is going on? <laughs> I have no idea. Everybody's limping. Everybody's hurting. Red Hart. What just happened?
1: happened? And he is. Oh, my God. A cutter. Steve Ray was just waiting for it.
0: Well, at least that happened. No one is amused. No one knows what the hell is going on. TDP at least versus- TDP gets to face Goldberg at Halloween Havoc and have the best match of Goldberg's career, arguably. And Hogan and Warrior have the worst match arguably of all time at Halloween Havoc. <laughs> but
1: i don't think that's arguable
0: <laughs> it's arguable there's some pretty bad matches out there i don't know it's pretty if... bad, really bad considering who's who's in it but like there are far worse matches than that i'm sure
1: that might have been definitely
0: that the worst was, war games match that's the worst ever. war games match for sure and you know, i feel pretty I still don't know what happened. I still don't know the point. I still don't know there's teams. I didn't. What? Everybody just standing around wondering what the hell happened. No one's ha- like, no one's like clapping or like popping. <laughs> there's nothing.
1: Because now they're like, man, DDP in the main event of Halloween Havoc. That's lame. You no know He still, he, he wasn't he wasn't as over at this time. Like he was super over in early '97 and you know all that year going against Randy Savage. But he kinda lost a little bit in ninety eight. I don't know, man. And I think people just kinda turned on him.
0: It was trash. That was, that Night, was Goldberg worse than and Sting. Goldberg and
1: Sting. Why is Sting even in this match if he has a match against Goldberg?
0: <laughs> that was worse than Dean's Day Cage. With uh, so much star power. And it was still pretty doing pretty well at this point. It's just, that was just terrible. <laughs> like, I had no idea what was going on. It was just... It, that, that's embarrassing. That was really bad. <laughs> I, 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 really, like, that's it. That's all I got. Like, it was terrible. I'm, I'm mad. I'm sorry for, like, i minute this
1: <laughs> Well, I think the whole premise was... Entertaining in a a bad way. That's why we did last week the Doomsday Cage. And this was, uh, it wasn't funny, you know, the way the Doomsday Cage was. This was just flat out bad.
0: This was just a mess.
1: Yeah.
0: Icky. Terrible. Well, it's a crappy way to end the show, but (laughs) you gotta end it. So, Nick, take us out with some plugs.
1: You can hopefully follow me at Nick Bacone on Twitter. Um, my tweets are fire, I swear. You can also follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter and on Facebook at facebook.com the straight shooters. And also follow me at Phillyinfluencer.com and sometimes at PhillyBoys.com. Oh,
0: well, I am at Vaughn M Johnson on Twitter. You can check me out there. Uh, I would not be out here in these streets because you all know why. <laughs> it's pretty obvious as to why. Um, but of course, you know ShootersRadio.com, where you can find all 231 prior episodes. Prior episodes of the Straight Shooters, you can find that on ShootersRadio.com. Of course, we're on we're on uh, Patreon. Excuse me, Patreon.com slash Shooters Radio, where you can subscribe to some exclusive content for the nominal fee of $1.99. Uh, We usually do a lot of commentaries there, but, you know, since we're having some fun and it's a very, very strange time in our world, not just our country, but the planet, uh, we figure we change it up a little bit and have some fun and do some free live commentaries. But you want to hear some of our old ones, again, patreon.com slash Shooters Radio. Until next time, For Nick McCone, I'm Vaughn Johnson. Thanks for listening to episode 232 of The Straight Shooters, and we'll catch you all again next week.
1: Peace.